Am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread a crush your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday nights, round time I flex my better Voltron Transform to DX Don, Mega and Austin You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. Uh, and for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, welcome, 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 everybody, to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, and I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me once again to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news in television, movies, and non-spoiler reviews. You come right here to Am I on the Air on a week-to-week basis, and we get you caught up. It's season 26, it's episode 28, and tonight's show is simply titled Twisted. We're going to be breaking down the news from July 24th through today, August 1st. Yes, it is August, can you believe it? Uh, We're wrapping up the summer, we're in the final month of summer movie season. This Friday we have the Meg 2, the Trench, we have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, Uh, We got Strays coming out in a couple weeks. We got Blue Beetle. So some pretty good stuff in August. Hopefully get a little bump here in this box office. But yeah, man, July 24th through August 1st, breaking everything down for you guys. And we're going to jump right in because I have a slew of television shows to talk about. That's right. No movies this week. Uh, As you know, I released the episode last week that was Let's Go Party, and we talked about Barbie, and then I went on vacation. I was gone for the week, I was doing some family stuff, and uh, there was nothing for me to dive into at the movie theater. The only movie that came out that I am slightly interested to check out is Talk To Me, Um, but... I don't have very many horror movie fans, uh, friends and that would like to go see these kind of movies. So unfortunately, I'll probably have to wait for streaming on that one. Um, so there was no new movies to catch up on, but it gave me a lot of time to really dive into some television. And boy, did I. I think I'm going to talk about like nine TV shows right now. Some of them real quick, I just want to touch on just as seasons have wrapped, but a lot of new stuff. So first one I want to touch on is Twisted Metal. This is my show of the week. I love this freaking show. And just, you know, growing up, I've always been a PlayStation guy. 
and on PlayStation 1, this little car game came out called Twisted Metal, where you pick these different vehicles and they're weaponized and you just try to kill your friend, right? I just remember going to school and then after school going over to my friend's house and playing Twisted Metal and just blowing each other up with these crazy ass vehicles. And then of course we had more Twisted Metal on the PS2 and the PS3. And then Twisted Metal kind of faded out, right? I don't think there was one on the PS4. Definitely one ain't out on the PS5. And then I remember right here on this show last year, the news broke that Peacock was going to do a Twisted Metal television series. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. And now fast forward about a year and it's here. It has dropped on Peacock. And you know what? They gave us the entire season at in one chunk. So typically Peacock is kind of been hit and miss like some shows they like to roll out on a weekly basis and then other shows they just drop the whole seasons so i don't know if they really figured out their uh, layout like netflix has at this point but i was very happy to see that the full season had dropped because i've been waiting for this show and i binged the fuck out of this show i can't even tell you the last time i binged a show as hard as i did twisted metal Um, there was just something so much fun about this show. It was hilarious. It had great action. Um, it was just cheesy fun, man. And sometimes that's all you want in a show is I just want to have some fun. There were half hour episodes. They were easy to burn through. And I liked all the characters and I just had a amazingly good time with this television series. Uh, this one is led by Anthony Mackie, who plays John Doe. And I feel like if you asked Anthony Mackie, did you have a good time making this show? He would have been like, hell yeah, this is probably one of the funnest things I've ever done. Because it looks like he is having a blast in this show. And I had a blast just watching him. He's so funny in this. And he gets to do action. And... I just, I thought, you know, when I remember him getting cast as the lead, I was like, okay, cool, you know, like, we'll see how it goes. And I'm so glad he got cast as the lead, because I just thought he really carried this show well. He had Stephanie Beatrice in here, and she plays a character named Quiet, and she is phenomenal. Now, if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you would know who she is. And she was one of my favorite characters on Brooklyn Nine-Nine as Rosa, and, um... Here she is on this show, and she is a great uh, yang to the yin of Anthony Mackie. Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, who I hadn't seen in a while, pops up in this thing as the police officer is kind of trying to keep everything straight in this crazy-ass world. And then, for you wrestling fans, Samoa Joe plays Sweet Tooth, and everybody remembers Sweet Tooth from the Twisted Metal games. He was the demented clown that drove the ice cream truck. Uh, Now, Samoa Joe does the body of Sweet Tooth, but Will Arnett actually does the voice of Sweet Tooth, so he could talk like this. My name's Sweet Tooth. And I'm gonna gut you like a fish You know And um, it just all works man Everything in this show works And there's other characters that'll pop up Throughout this show that you'll be like Hey hey." Um, I watched on the first day this show dropped There's 10 episodes I watched 7 of them In literally one day And then I watched the other 3 the very next day So I was done with this show within 24 hours Um, It's so much fun it ends on definitely a here's where we're going in season two kind of style, which gets me really excited because 
if you're a fan of the game, like you're going to trip on like where they want to go in season two. And it's awesome. You know, um, this is, you know, some people will say like, well, it's not very faithful to the game. I, you know, this is a silly car game where you just blow each other up with vehicles. Like there's no narrative story. So, you know, this takes place in the future. It's post-apocalyptic. All these cities have put up walls and Anthony Mackie is a driver that they call a milkman that basically brings stuff from one city to the next city. Um, but it's a crazy world out there, man. You stop your car for two seconds. You're probably getting carjacked. Things are happening. Right. And then you come across all these other characters and all these different locales. Um, Guys, I can't implore you enough to watch this show. Uh, yes, it's graphic. Yes, it's very violent at times. So if that's not your thing, you know, maybe not for you. Um, but if you like good humor, you like good action, you like some violence, I really think you're going to ha- think this is a fun, fun time. I've been looking through Twitter and seeing some of the other people I follow that started watching this after me. And I've been so giddy watching everybody be like, wow, this show was way better than I ever imagined it would be. Like even my boy Friggins is hesitant to watch this show because he's like, ah, I didn't really care for the trailer. I don't know. And I'm like, dude, you need to watch this show. Like you're going to love it. It's so good. And the uh, internet seems to really be in love with this show too. So I'm hoping any day now we might get word on a uh, season two so because i need more of it so twisted metal guys it is my show of the week big thumbs up make sure you check it out all 10 episodes now streaming on peacock the next new show that i checked out and i was looking really forward to was special ops lioness this is a paramount plus show that is from taylor sheridan who of course has Yellowstone and and he's done a bunch of the spinoffs and he did uh, Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone last year um, Mayor of Kingstown with Jeremy Renner so he just just killing it right now this guy and this is kind of a military type show with Zoe Saldana uh, Nicole Kidman Morgan Freeman uh, and a lot of other people pop up in this uh, but it's only been out for three episodes and I have watched all three episodes and I give this show a big thumbs up as well uh, it's kind of a you know, it's a special ops team. They call it Lioness because it's led by females. Uh, they recruit this girl who's been in the, this abusive relationship. She joins the military and she, you know, does everything really, really well. So they throw her into this program uh, for Lioness and then want her to go undercover to help the bigger mission. And that's as far as I'll go with it with everybody. Um, but it's got great action. It's got great acting. Uh, I'm very intrigued by this show. I, I like Taylor Sheridan's style. Um, and, uh, I'm really anxious to see where this show goes, but I've loved all three episodes so far. So big thumbs up from me. Make sure you check out special ops lioness on Paramount plus new episodes drop every Sunday night. My third show I'm going to get into is beef guys. I know that I am a too late to the party on beef. Um, This show came out a couple months ago, and I started to see a bunch of people talk about how amazing this show was, and I wanted to get into it, but a lot of times, for some reason, Netflix shows kind of fall off my radar at points. Um, I don't know why, I just, you know, I'm always on Hulu and Max and, you know, Paramount Plus, like, I'm always everywhere else but Netflix for some reason, so I forgot about Beef. And then as we've been watching a lot of TV over the last week, um, 
I remembered about beef and I was like, okay, let's jump into it. Let's check it out. And I almost did a twisted metal binge on this thing. This is another show that's 10 episodes and I watched them in about three days. Um, you know, so pretty decent binge here. This one, Steven Yoon and Ali Wong lead this show. And it's a very simple premise that they are two characters who bump into each other at the wrong point, at the wrong day, at the wrong time, and it becomes a little bit of a road rage incident. And that basic starting point takes you through 10 episodes of highs and lows and intrigue and drama and conspiracies and um, affairs and like just all kinds of stuff. Like, you wouldn't expect a show that starts like this to really take you where it takes you. And I absolutely loved it. Um, I highly, highly recommend you check out Beef on Netflix. Of course, all episodes streaming. Dude, Steven Yoon and Ali Wong carry this show tremendously. They're so good in this. And all the supporting characters are great. It's funny. It's emotional. It's drama-filled. It's action at times. It's got everything you want. So please check out Beef over on Netflix. My next show is a show I'll go with um, Justified, City Prime Evil. So Justified, of course, was a show that ran for many, many seasons with Timothy Oliphant as a U.S. Marshal. I did not watch Justified. I don't know why. I just didn't watch it. It always looked like a show I'd probably like, but at the time, just didn't care, right? When it was on, I just didn't care. I just didn't watch it. Then they decided to do a revival, right? So so we're bringing it back. Timothy Oliphant's back 15 years after Raylan Givens has left the hollers of Kentucky. A chance encounter in the Florida swamp sends him to Detroit and places him on a collision course with a violent sociopath and a formidable defense attorney. So this one here has Timothy Oliphant returning. You got Boyd Holbrook joining the cast here as the villain. Um, Now, it's only been on for a couple episodes. I decided to jump into this. A little cold turkey, because like I said, I didn't watch the original series. But sometimes with these revivals, I mean, they're completely separate stories. And you you can kind of just jump in fresh, right? So I decided to do that, because I really like the trailer for this revival. And so far, so good. I won't say I absolutely love it. Like right now, I'm not thinking like, man, I should really go back and watch Justified. Um, I like it and I feel like it's a slow burn and I feel like it's ramping up because with each episode, I like it a little bit more. Um, But I wish it would pick up the pace just a little bit. But I love Timothy Oliphant. I'm watching him on full circle over on Max as well. And then here he is on this show. Um, And definitely a big thumbs up. You can watch this on FX. You can watch this on Hulu. and uh, But definitely check out Justified City Primeval the uh, new spinoff revival season of Justified. My next show is a show that I just kind of stumbled across on Hulu called This Fool. That's right, This Fool. (laughs) And this is a comedy that came out last year. Um, I'd never even heard of it, but I guess it did really well, and they renewed it for a season two. And season two just came out, and that's how I caught the ad for it. So I said, I watched the trailer, and I thought, you know what, this looks pretty funny. So I'm going back and I started season one. I've watched the first three or four episodes of it. And it is really funny. It's about 
uh, Julio, he is a caseworker at a place called Hugs Not Thugs, um, which is basically a rehabilitation center for uh, incarcerated gangbangers, right? So when they get out of prison, they go to Hugs Not Thugs, they learn other skills, how to bake, how to do job interviews, you know, different things like that. And the big premise, at least in season one, is that um, the main character, Julio, his cousin, um, Luis has just gotten out of prison and is going through the program with him and their highs and lows of their relationship. It's a really dark comedy at times, but it is really funny and I'm anxious to see where the show takes me. So, uh, if you're a fan of, you know, something unique and, and kind of comedies like I am, I'm always down to try a comedy, uh, check out this fool, uh, which all of season one is already streaming and season two, like I said, just started. So I'm making my way to season two. It's going to take me a little bit. Uh, as I get through season one, but uh, I think it's definitely worth the recommendation. Okay, my next show is just to let you guys know that Heels season two has finally dropped. It's about damn time. This is Stephen Amell's uh, show about wrestling, right? Like he's a professional wrestler and it's about him and his brother carrying on the family business. Uh, season one was excellent, but season one came out in like 2021 and then the show just kind of vanished. It got renewed for season two and then nothing happened. So finally season two drops and, uh, the first episode just came out last weekend. It's really, really good. Picks up pretty much right where season one left off. Plus a little flashback stuff to kind of give some background. Uh, I love this show. I'm a professional wrestling fan. So a show like this is right up my alley and I think it's really, really good. This streams on stars. So make sure you check out Heel Season 2. And staying on the wrestling tip, just real quick, for those of you that are wrestling fans, Peacock just dropped the new Cody Rhodes documentary, American Nightmare, Becoming Cody Rhodes. I watched it last night, and it was phenomenal. One of the best documentaries, just really taking you through the full career of Cody Rhodes, even talking about the AEW stuff, um, which is really cool that they dove into it. Um, so if you're a wrestling fan and you haven't checked out this documentary yet, Check it out now streaming on Peacock. And then lastly, I just want to touch on two shows that just ended. Uh, we have Hijack with Idris Elba. The season finale aired tonight. I watched it right before I started recording, and it was awesome. It was a really good season finale, really good show. Uh, simple premise, airplane hijacking, but... It just, they did it really, really well. It is on Apple TV Plus, so you can stream the whole season now if you like. And of course, Secret Invasion from Marvel Studios, the Nick Fury-led show, wrapped up last week with its sixth and final episode. See a lot of hate for this show online, and it's really unfortunate, because I, I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be. Um, could it have been better? Yes. Uh, is the show really relevant to the overall MCU? At this point, not really. Um, I didn't mind the show. It, it took some chances. It did some things. But at the end of the day, when the show was over, I was kind of just like, what did that really change? What did that really do for the bigger picture? I don't really feel like it did much. So um, it just kind of is. You know, but not that it's a bad thing. So it's six episodes. If you've been waiting, now's your time to binge it. And you can check that out on Disney Plus. So there you guys go, man. I know. Uh, wow, we just took up what almost 18 minutes just going through these reviews. Uh, but lots of TV shows, guys. So lots of things for you guys to check out. So, real quick, Twisted Metal, my show of the week. Make sure you check it out. 
over on Peacock, all 10 episodes streaming. Special, special Ops Lioness over on Paramount Plus, first three episodes are streaming and new episodes drop every Sunday. This Fool over on Hulu, Beef over on Netflix, absolutely love the show. Uh, all episodes streaming Justified City Primeval uh, Four episodes I believe have dropped for this show You can check it out on Hulu uh, Heel Season 2 over on Stars. Uh, American Nightmare Becoming Cody Rhodes documentary over on Peacock Hijack on Apple TV Plus And Secret Invasion Over on Disney Plus So lots of stuff there Nine shows Digesting right there um, so go watch some TV, y'all. Uh, there's lots of good stuff for you. So with that out the way, let's switch on over to our box office and talk top 10. Coming in number 10, it's Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, uh, which does hit digital next week, by the way. Number 9 is Insidious the Red Door, which hit digital today, by the way. Number 8 is Elemental. Number 7, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Number 6, Talk to Me. Um, which brought in uh, $10.5 million, which doesn't sound all that big, but this movie was made, I think, for like three mil, three or four mil. So not too shabby there. That's what horror always does pretty well at the box office. Number five, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. Number four, Sound of Freedom, which continues to make a lot of money, man. It's actually made more than Mission Impossible so far, which is insane. Uh, number three is a debut, Haunted Mansion. Uh, I know when we were talking about no new movies over this past weekend, I told you Talk to Me was the only one I kind of wanted to see. Haunted Mansion, I had contemplated going to see, and then I asked my daughter, and she was like, nah, I'm good. And I really would have only went because if my daughter wanted to, because I have not liked the trailers to this thing. So I will probably check it out when it hits Disney+, Plus, probably in October. Uh, number two is Oppenheimer. And number one, once again, let's go party. Barbie bringing in another $93 million, only a 42% drop from week one to week two. It's already made over $351 million just in the United States. It's closing in on a billion by this weekend. Congratulations, Barbie, man. Who would have thunk that the biggest movie of the year would have been Barbie? So there's your box office. Let's get over into our news of the week. And once again, if you want to check out any of this news, full articles, if you want to watch any of these trailers, I highly suggest you check out our Twitter page, or as I should say, our X page. Now that they changed the name of the app to X, even though the website is still Twitter. So for now, twitter.com slash am I on the air? And, um, yeah, that's where you're going to find everything you need right there along with our Facebook page. So let's get into it. Big news for the Exorcist reboot trilogy. This October's The Exorcist Believer uh, has dropped its first trailer, which is actually really, really freaky. Uh, I like this trailer a lot. I wasn't even remotely excited about this movie, but after that trailer, I am now. And the second part of it, which is now called The Exorcist Deceiver, um, we'll get an April 2025 release date. So Exorcist Believer Part 1 uh, is coming out this October, and then Exorcist Deceiver will be April of 2025. Uh, we got an article up with Dave Chappelle announcing his fall 2023 tour dates, so you might be able to check out Dave Chappelle over on tour. Um, 
Barbie, like I said, continuing to break records. It broke the Monday record, the Tuesday record, the Wednesday record. It beat, it had Warner Brothers' biggest box office day. Um, it's already the seventh highest grossing film of the year uh, in just one week. So it continues to do its thing. Uh, the new movie Poor Things uh, with Emma Stone was supposed to come out in September. It has been pushed officially to December 8th. So we're starting to see a lot of movies push their dates once again. This will not be the last time we will talk about date shifts on this episode. So Poor Things will be hitting theaters on December 8th. Um, SAG-AFTRA Foundation President Courtney B. Vance reveals that Dwayne The Rock Johnson made made a huge donation to the Emergency Relief Fund. He said he stepped up in a major historic way to help us because he's one of us and we support our own. So great job, Rock. That is pretty damn awesome right there. We have the trailer for Gen V, which is the boys spinoff that's coming in September to Mac, or sorry, not Max, Prime, Prime Video. Uh, So yeah, bloody superpowers, exploding genitals, and more insanity uh, is the Gen V trailer. So the boys spinoff will launch officially on September 29th over on Prime Video. I'm very excited for this show. I thought the trailer was excellent. Um, Last week when we talked box office, we had Barbie... Coming in with about 155 million, which was the biggest of the year. Great job, Barbie. Well, when the weekend, the dust settled of the weekend, sometimes expectations can be off. And this was off in a better way because it was even bigger than expected. And the box office jumped from 155 to 162. Um, which was amazing, man. 162 million for Barbie. And then Oppenheimer actually uh, was a little bit bigger than they thought, too, bringing in 82 million in its uh, opening weekend when I think they had ex- estimated like 77 or something like that. So that jumped up to 82, and Barbie jumped from 155 to 162, which is incredible. Um, so that's awesome, right there. Um, Drive-Away Dolls has officially been delayed till next year. This is Ethan Cohen's new movie. It's a road trip comedy. It was supposed to come out soon uh, this year, and they decided to officially delay it into next year. Uh, so there you go, man. I'm telling you, these, these dates, people are, are afraid of the strike and not being able to promote these films, so things keep getting pushed back. We have the trailer for 57 Seconds, which is Josh Hutcherson's new time travel movie. Uh, We got Rebel Moon character details for Zack Snyder's new Netflix movie. Tracy Morgan has a new comedy special called Taking It Too Far, which is coming on August 17th over on Max. Um, Echo Star praises the native writers that were on there. Um, And this is from actor Zach McClannan, who believes the Disney Plus series promises to be unique and will be worth the wait. So it's good to hear something positive there because most people are thinking this is going to be a throwaway show. We have the trailer for Heartstopper Season 2 coming soon to Netflix. Silo Season 2 and Foundation Season 3 have officially halted production during the strike. Um, Like I said, The Rock made the largest single donation ever to the SAG Relief Fund, so that's so cool to see from him. Man, I love you, Rock. That's great. We have the trailer for Our Father the Devil, uh, which is a new psychological thriller that will be coming out later this year. 
the Amazing Spider-Man Two is officially coming to Spider uh, to Spider-Man. The official Amazing Spider-Man Two is officially coming to Disney Plus. So keep an eye out for that. Even though most people don't want to watch Amazing Spider-Man Two, um, SAG negotiator says that the actor strike may last until 2024, which is just it's so insane, man. They need to wrap this strike up, man. Give these people what they want. Uh, Invincible Season 3 voice recording was already finished prior to the actor strike. So, there you go, man. So, that's pretty good there that they got that in the books. Uh, the Witcher Volume 2 of Season 3 is now streaming on Netflix, so check it out. Daredevil Born Again is reportedly being split into two parts and will look to secure a TVMA rating. So, uh, this makes sense. You know, we had talked about before that Daredevil Born Again is, uh, I think, 18 episodes. So it would make sense that they would break it into two parts, right? And do, you know, uh, nine episodes each. I'm also guessing they did that because they didn't finish filming all of the episodes. And they probably want to get the show on the air as soon as possible next year. So, you know, they figure maybe we could just do the first half and then we'll continue working on the second half. That's just one of my guesses, but we'll see how that all turns out. Jeopardy Jeopardy season 40 is in peril amid the writer strike that's right uh due to the strike nobody wants to do Jeopardy so it looks like it won't be going on right now American Idol judges and host Ryan Seacrest are going to be returning for season 22 over on ABC so this show will just not die Virgin River getting a season 5 premiere over on Netflix and we have your first look at that this show will premiere later in September when Calls the Heart is set to resume production on Season 10 after inking a SAG-AFTRA interim agreement. So there you go. They're going to give them the green light to go ahead and proceed even during the writer's strike. Um, let's see. Thanks to Barbenheimer, total ticket sales at the box office at the domestic box office soared to $311.1 million, the fourth biggest weekend of all time. So very cool there. That's awesome. Um, we have the trail, the first poster for Saw X, which comes out on September 29th. That's right. The 10th Saw movie, uh, Jigsaw is back. And, uh, you know, the, the poster came out, which we knew the trailer would be pretty close behind. And it did. The trailer dropped a couple days later and we have that trailer posted up as well, too. I'm excited. I'm a fan of the Saw, Saw franchise. So I will be there for Saw X come September. In some sad news, Sinead O'Connor, the Irish singer that did nothing compares to you, uh, has officially passed away. She was only 56 years old, man. Uh, so, yeah, man, grew up, you know, definitely with with music in my life a lot. And Sinead O'Connor was always around in those 80s and 90s. So, definitely sad. Any passing is definitely very, very sad. Um... Greta Gerwig, of course, director of Barbie, was asked about doing a sequel because the movie's so big. And Greta Gerwig said, I wouldn't want to squash anybody else's dream. But for me, at this moment, I'm totally zero. Um, she says she hasn't even thought about doing a sequel. And for right now, doesn't even want to think about it. So there you go. Um, she doesn't even know if she has a sequel in her. Uh, but of course, the CEO of Mattel has high hopes uh, that he they could build out this franchise. 
Uh, Zachary Levy uh, says he doesn't know what his DC future holds after Shazam 2 flopped He says the critic score was oddly and perplexingly low And people were insanely unkind I'm not saying it's a perfect Orson Welles-like masterpiece But it's a good darn movie uh, And I agree with you, Zach It was a great movie I really loved um, Shazam 2 I don't know why people were so hard on it um, But yeah, we don't know what his future holds there for uh, anything future in the DCU I'm guessing we're done uh, Vin Diesel is going to star in a Rock'em Sock'em Robots film That's right, as Mattel wants to build out their universe So get ready guys But yes, they're working on developing a script And everyone's very excited about it Especially Vin So yes, Rock'em Sock'em Robots is in the works J.J. Abrams is also producing a Hot Wheels movie for Mattel uh, and it's important to the filmmaker to make a movie that is not just going to be fun and exciting, but has real emotion and real stakes to it. Lily Collins is also set to star as Polly Pocket in a film that will be directed by Lena Dunham. And the head of Mattel Films confirms the script is in and it's great. So there you go, man. So really building out a lot of these Mattel properties into a bigger universe. Um, Let's see here. Wayne Brady and family is coming to Hulu as a new unscripted reality series. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is officially going to get a sequel. The movie hasn't even come out yet, and they've already said we're making a sequel. And not only that, they are also going to do a television series, a two-season television series that will stream on Paramount+. Plus. So what a way to utilize your streamer to basically say, we got a movie. We're going to do a two-season show on Paramount+, Plus that will bridge in between, and then lead us to the movie part two. So that's pretty awesome. A lot of faith in these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I love it. I will be definitely checking out this movie this weekend, and we'll let you know on the next episode how that turns out. I will also be seeing Meg to the Trench on the preview night this Thursday uh, over in Prime. Looking forward to uh, some fun monster action as well. Uh, the Flipping El Musas has been renewed for season two over on HGTV. Uh, I actually watch the show. This is the only flipping show I watch. Uh, so glad to see that it's been renewed for another season. And it's even getting an expanded 14 episode order. Um, Daniel Kaluuya also doing that Barney movie, which is part of the Mattel family that they're doing His off kilter Barney movie that we talked about is going to kind of be a 24 inspired. We have the new red band trailer for strays, which of course is coming out soon this August with Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx, the new dog R rated comedy. Um, Emerald Fennel has a new movie called salt burn, um, coming out soon. This is of course the director of promising young woman, which I absolutely loved. Only Murders in the Building Season 3 gets a new trailer. Apple TV Plus debuts the Season 2 trailer for Invasion. Miguel Wants to Fight gets a trailer for the new Hulu comedy. Uh, Paramount Boss says that a cheaper Dungeons & Dragons sequel could happen. Uh, Since the word of mouth was so strong on this movie, uh, they could possibly do a sequel with a cheaper budget. um, Because I guess the movie, even though a lot of people liked it and did somewhat support it, Uh, The movie lost money at the box office So obviously they got to tweak it a little bit But they're not opposed to trying again Uh, Networks may actually shelve completed seasons Of Fargo, Feud, Frasier And a whole bunch more until the strike ends So very interesting there That they would sit on completed shows And wait till um, 
the strike ends. So I'm telling you, man, it's a weird industry out there right now. Uh, going back to Mattel, dude, Mattel now looking to make a magic eight ball movie. That's right. Magic eight ball, which is slated to be a PG 13 thriller. Uh, that is something else Mattel is working on. Speaking of PG 13, five night at Freddy's, uh, the video game adaptation is earning a PG 13 rating as well, which really bums me out because this should be rated R for sure. Um, but yeah, if you want a good rated R version of five night at Freddy's, definitely check out, uh, the Nicolas Cage movie. What the hell was that movie called? Um, damn, 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 damn. What the fuck was that movie called? Mm, Willie's Wonderland. That's it. Willie's Wonderland is the movie um, that basically is a Five Nights at Freddy's, but it's graphic and Nicolas Cage is crazy. I don't even think he has a line of dialogue in the movie. Uh, so if you're looking for something more like that, check out Willie's Wonderland, or you can wait for the PG-13 Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, which will hit theaters and Peacock in October. Um, let's see here. Only Murders in the Building will return to Hulu on August 8th. With the first two episodes dropping during the season premiere. Um, make sure you follow us on threads. I'm throwing that out there once again. We're at simply at Am I on the Air, just like Twitter. So make sure you follow us over there on threads if you're checking out the new social media platform. For the first time since 2001, the Primetime Emmys will be postponed. That's right. Um, it was supposed to come out in September, but due to the strikes, they're postponing it. No due date has been set yet. Brothers Donald Glover and Stephen Glover have signed on to write Lucasfilm's Lando series for Disney+. Plus. That's right. This is exciting. Of course, Donald Glover played Lando Calrissian in the Solo movie. And uh, everybody would, has been clamoring for him to return and do this character again, as he was definitely a fan favorite of that film. So great to hear that he's involved now in the writing stages of it. Uh, along with his brother, and that we're possibly going to get this Disney Plus Lando series. So super, super excited about that. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race Paramount Plus will air extended 90-minute episodes of all the episodes on season 15. That will start on August 9th. The Righteous Gemstones has been renewed for season 4 over on HBO. Hallelujah! Because I absolutely love The Righteous Gemstones. This show is awesome. Check it out on Max. Uh, just had its season finale over the weekend. Great season on season 3. Excited to see where season 4 will take us. So, one of the funniest shows on TV right now. Definitely check out Righteous Gemstones. A24's The Iron Claw, starring Zac Efron and Jeremy Allen White, is currently in post-production, and it isn't expected to make the rounds at the film festivals, but the movie is officially going to come out in uh, December around Christmas time. So, pretty cool there. Uh, the Morning Show, finally coming back for season three. The 10-episode season will debut on September 13th over on Apple TV+. Plus. And uh, John Hamm, a new addition to it. But you can check out the first trailer, first little teaser trailer for season three, um, which I'm very excited about. I love this show. And this is another show that, like, it's been, like, two years since season two. They need to get quicker on these things. Um, but glad to see the show finally coming back there. Uh, December 22nd, by the way, will be the nationwide release for The Iron Claw, by the way. Um NBCU touts Peacock's supply of sports and movies, the John Wick TV series that's coming amid the strike impact concerns. They say we've got a lot of strong content coming, a lot of things on the books that they can still put out even during the strike. So that's pretty cool there to know that that NBC and Peacock feeling pretty good about what they got in the vault. 
Um, sounds like some epic lightsaber battles will be coming in the Disney Plus series, The Acolyte. I'm very excited about this one here. We have the trailer for Depp versus Heard. That's right, the three-part Netflix documentary about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. So that'll be pretty interesting. Uh, we have the first poster for Loki Season 2. Uh, we actually have two posters that have dropped, so make sure you check out both of them. And then yesterday, Marvel dropped the first official trailer for Loki Season 2, which looks awesome. And then today, it broke the record, man. They said the Loki Season 2 trailer is the most streamed trailer for any Disney Plus series. So congratulations, man. Loki still got that power, son. Uh, but yeah, you can check out the, the poster uh, up on our Twitter and our Threads page. It's also up on Instagram as well, too. All right, guys. Sony. Sony's coming in, and this is where a lot of things are starting to shake up. So I'm going to break it on down for you guys. But Sony's shaking up their full release schedule. Uh, they have dated Bad Boys 4 and Venom 3, but they're also pushing Ghostbusters, Craven the Hunter, Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, a whole bunch of things getting shifted around. So, because of mainly due to the writer's strike, um, a lot of stuff is moving. But the good news first, Bad Boys 4, which recently wrapped production, um, is going to come out June 14th, 2024. So, it's getting a nice summer prime time date. Um, I love that. So, of course, I love the Bad Boys series. So, Bad Boys 4, absolutely love that it's going to come out June 14th, 2024. Also, coming out officially next summer will be Venom 3. And I love the Venom series as well with Tom Hardy. Venom 3 will release in July. It'll be July 12th, 2024. Um, so there you go there for Venom. And then that's the only good news. Here's the bad news. Uh, and we'll start, we'll start on the lesser of the bad news. Gran Turismo, which was set to come out uh, next weekend, August 11th, right? It's uh, now going to officially come out August 18th. Um, actually, hold on. No, they shifted it a couple times. So it's originally was originally supposed to come out on August 11th. It is now going to sneak preview over that weekend and the August 18th weekend, and then officially open on August 25th wide. So, um, very unique last minute promo shift. Um, the stars can't promote the film, but the audience can. So they're going to take two weekends of just previews. And then open the movie wide on the 25th. So hopefully I can see one of those previews. Sony's um, Marvel Madam Web movie is going to go up just a little bit earlier. Uh, it'll come out on February 14th instead of February 16th. So only a two-day bump. But here's the sad news. Craven the Hunter, which was originally set to open on October 6th this year, is now moving all the way to August 30th of 2024. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A year away, guys, to Labor Day weekend. Uh, the studio needs to blast this one out on a global tour, and Aaron Taylor Johnson needs to be in the mix for this franchise. So, yeah. Push back all the way to August 30th. And then the Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. Um, it's in the post phase. They just wrapped production on it. But they always had this December release date. And if you go back and listen to any episodes where I talked about this movie, I said there's no way this movie's coming out in December. 
Um, I just knew it wouldn't like, they literally just started filming this movie a couple months ago and I'm like, you're not going to get it out in the same year. Well, it's officially been bumped and it'll now come out Easter weekend, March 29th, 2024. So there you go. Uh, moving from December 20th to March 29th, 2024. Then you got Spider-Man beyond the Spider-Verse, which was supposed to be on that Ghostbusters afterlife sequel date that March 29th. So that means Spider-Man's been bumped And the new date? TBD That's right, to be determined They have taken this movie completely off the calendar So Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse No longer has a release date Uh, The pick requires a number of voiceovers That won't be ready in time And um, yeah So we're going to have to wait and see on the new Spider-Man movie So this is where the cliffhanger sucks And then there was going to be a Karate Kid reboot That's right, it was set for June 7th of 2024 It's been pushed back to December 13th of 2024 So lots of Sony pushes, guys um, You know, so but that's that's the shakeup That's the new dates And that's where everything lands FX has also pushed their limited series of Murder at the End of the World, which has moved its Hulu exclusive debut from August to November. So even TV shows getting pushed. Uh, the show up here has been canceled after just one season over on Hulu, um, which is a bummer. I was actually looking forward to starting that show. It's been on my queue. Just haven't gotten around to it yet. Um, let's see here. The Bike Riders, which is a new upcoming Tom Hardy movie. Uh, is going to be coming out before the end of the year. Looks like they're going to date that one. We have the season four teaser trailer for the Kardashians. Of course, their Hulu show. So check that out. We got a postmortem about Secret Invasion where the director talks about everything that happened on the show. So make sure you check that out if you have more interest about Secret Invasion. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beast is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. So for those of you that didn't get a chance to see this one in theaters... Uh, it's a Paramount film, which means, you know, right after his theatrical run, it goes right to Paramount Plus. I love this movie. I actually bought this movie on digital, so, uh, I bought it several weeks ago, and then right after, <laughs> here it comes on Paramount Plus, but it's okay. I wanted it to be a part of my library, so make sure you check that out. Uh, now, if you haven't seen it, go stream it, man. Um, Let's see here, the new uh, Saw 10 we talked about on September 29th, Jigsaw's Return Um, Haunted Mansion um, has a production budget of $150 and it is not off to a strong start So it looks like it could be another money loss for Disney, which really sucks there We talked a little bit about Sound of Freedom earlier, it now ranks as the 12th highest grossing domestic release of the year It's higher than North uh, higher than North American totals for Fast X, Elemental, and Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 Can you believe it? This little indie film has outgrossed all these big wig films That is insane right there uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, speaking of it, has now generated $448 million globally Despite the positive reviews, the $291 million budgeted entry has struggled as Barbie and Oppenheimer continue to dominate So yeah, they should have moved Mission Impossible to a different release date I think you would have had a whole other story on yourself for this one um, After acquiring the low-budget horror film Talk To Me out of Sundance A24 opened the feature to a healthy $10 million this weekend It's the second biggest start wide release ever for A24 Following Hereditary, which made $13.6 million when it came out 
Uh, Oppenheimer has earned over $400 million at the global box office in 10 days. It has now outperformed the lifetime grosses of his two prior films, Tenet and uh, Batman Begins. So it's already outperformed those in just pretty much less than two weeks. Um, and then we talked about, you know, Barbie is already hitting $800 million, going to hit a billion by this weekend, which is insane. Um, but yeah, we got the full box office reports if you want to dig into it. I told you Ethan Cohen's Drive-Away Dolls has officially been delayed to 2024. Um, Loki Season 2 will hit Disney Plus on October 6th, so make sure you check that out. In some sad news yesterday, we got blasted with the untimely passing of Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. That's right. Um, he passed away Sunday night after a private bout of cancer. He was 70 years old. Uh, Very sad to hear. Nobody knew he had cancer. He dealt with this very, very privately and kind of came out of nowhere. But it was a lot of love and support for him online. Of course, you know, if you're people my age, you grew up with Pee Wee's Playhouse and all the movies and, you know, (laughs) Pee Wee Herman, you know, he was he was great, man. So just, you know, really, really unfortunate to see. All right, new family and new adventure. The next generation of spies, Spy Kids, Armageddon, directed by Robert Rodriguez. He's back with another um, reboot, retelling, sequelization. I don't know, uh, but it comes out September twenty second. Uh, you know, the Spy Kids movies are fun. I think my daughter might really like this, so uh, we'll check it out, man. You know, glad to see Robert Rodriguez back. Uh, in sad news, once again, I mean, like we weren't already hit with Pee Wee Herman yesterday, uh, with Paul Rubens passing, uh, actor Angus Cloud, uh, who was best known for playing the drug dealer Fezco, uh, AKA Fez on HBO's Euphoria, uh, was found dead at the age of 25, man, far, far too young. I am not familiar with this guy. did not watch Euphoria. So very sad to hear. Uh, I know a lot of people loved him on that show and just 25 years old, man. Just just a really big bummer. Um, I guess he had he was recently filming a role for a new upcoming Universal thriller that's coming from the directors of Scream, and they have confirmed that he did finish filming his role for the movie before he passed. So uh it's good that you know he'll be able to carry on in some more projects uh even after this untimely passing. So again, rest in peace. Tom Cruise uh, looks like after Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2 is going to work with Christopher McQuarrie again, but they want to do a new gnarly R-rated movie. That's right. They want to do this high-octane, crazy R-rated action movie uh, that they've been talking about for years, and it sounds like it will be their next project after they get done with Dead Reckoning Part 2. So I would love to see it. Let's go. Viola Davis uh, stepping down at the time from from her movie G20. Uh, despite the film getting a SAG after a waiver, uh, she basically said like, Hey, even though we got a waiver, like everybody's on strike, I don't feel comfortable just jumping in doing this movie regardless. So we're going to take a breath. We're going to take a pause and, and we'll go from there. So that's where we're at there. We have your full August streaming guide. So everything coming and going to Netflix, Apple TV plus Disney plus Hulu, max Paramount plus Peacock prime and even sling tv so make sure you check that out to see what's what in august special forces world's toughest test season two is coming tom sandoval jojo siwa black china and chris lee are among the season two recruits so check that out it's coming soon to fox the hallmark channel 
uh, is going to premiere seven movies in September, and we have the full schedule listed there for all you Hallmark fans. Uh, Paul Rubens did share a message right before he passed away, so he must have known it was coming. He said, please accept my apology for not going public with what I've been facing for the last six years. I've always felt a huge amount of love and respect from my friends, fans, and supporters. I have loved you all so much and enjoyed making art for you. Paul Rubens. So very nice of him to send out a message to everybody uh, knowing that he was passing, and it just makes it that much sadder. Uh, Seth MacFarlane coming through uh, like the rock and donating over a million dollars. Uh, to the community fund to support the film and television uh, actors and people during the strikes. So love to see the support there. Matt Groening's Netflix animated comedy Disenchantment will officially end after season five, which will debut on September 1st over on Netflix. So that show is done. Paramount Plus is adding all its Star Trek titles to the Canadian version of Paramount Plus. So you could check that out there. Uh, Reinventing Elvis, the 68 comeback trailer, uh, previews the new Paramount Plus documentary that'll be coming. Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg are working on a new movie that is outside of the Cornetto trilogy, so I'd like to see what they come up with. We have the trailer for Choose Love, which is Netflix's next interactive movie, so look for that. Uh, The Boogeyman is coming to digital before Halloween. Like I said, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse will be hitting digital next week. The show Suspicion has been canceled by Apple TV Plus after just one season. Denzel Washington uh, says that this Equalizer 3 will be his last film in the series. He likes where it ties up and he just wants to leave it there. We have the trailer for Camp Hideout, which is Christopher Lloyd's new comedy, so check that out. Uh, Netflix is uh, releasing some release dates for the year's new films, uh, including Wes Anderson's Henry Sugar and David Fincher's The Killer. So check out the article here for the full release dates of everything. Uh, And on that note, that, my friends, is the end of the show. Um... Yeah, no. Yeah, that is it. That is everything, guys. And I thank you for joining me on this ride once again as we close in on that 52 minute mark. So I know we had a lot of reviews in the beginning, and hopefully, we're able to get through that news quick enough for you. So thank you for everyone that trucked it out with me and listened to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest. So let's do some shout outs. Make sure you go to amiontheair.com. That's our official webpage. That's where everything's bookmarked, all our episodes can stream. AmiOnTheAir.com, very easy to remember, right? Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash AmiOnTheAir. Make sure you follow us on Threads at AmiOnTheAir. You can follow us on X at AmiOnTheAir. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, all simply at AmiOnTheAir. So it makes it very, very simple. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. I hope you hit that subscribe button. Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Prime Music, Pandora. Um, we're on everything, all the platforms. So make sure you thumb it up. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you do whatever you can. Leave us a five-star review. Everything can really, really help the show, and it only takes you a second. So please. And thank you to our great affiliates at RedDragonsRadio.com. 
and of course the pop culture pros. So uh, follow on Twitter at Red Dragons Radio, all one word. Follow on Twitter at Pop Culture underscore Pros. Thank you to both networks always streaming our show on demand. And that'll do it for me on this Tuesday, August the 1st. I hope this month treats you guys well. Like I said, I'll be checking out Meg 2 on Thursday, and then I'll be checking out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this weekend. So on next week's show, we'll review those and any other new shows that come my way. So until then, take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!